Hello, good morning. This is Shane. Good afternoon. <laughs> this good is evening. Very official. I'm like, hey, hey, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Getting all official on me, baby. You're throw me off. Well, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I like throwing you off from time to time. I like how we say like real corny shit and then think we're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> we are to us. Oh, to us. We're hilarious. Um, Today's topic, relationships. Yeah. Yeah. The common pattern in relationships that at some stage, if you don't do it now, you've done it in the past. And if you say you haven't, I'm going to call bullshit on that ass. <laughs> I'm just going to call bullshit. Um, so when we meet someone, right, we're all, like, yeah, you got that whole, oh, electricity running through the body and, you know, like the connection <laughs> and the butterflies and look at me mocking love. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> 100% walking um, the shit out of it. You know, you get, say you've been invited to a mutual, uh, you know, friend's barbecue or something like that. You meet someone, uh, they start asking you about yourself and you actually just start agreeing with what they ask you. So, you know, if you don't like football and he's like, oh, so do you like football? You're like, yeah, damn straight, I love football. Oh, yeah, live games, they're the best. Like, rah, rah, rah. Just don't ask me any questions about it because I can't actually yeah, answer you yeah, and I'll change the subject. Just but. like, yeah. Um, and look, I know a lot of women that do that mm. just because they think that they need to like football to be accepted by men. Um, yeah. And what happens there is they then have to live that up, right? Like the relationship could last fucking six months, two years, 10 years, and you, you're you meant to love football. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and the poor bloke, it could be the first year anniversary and he's like, oh, our first meeting, we both loved football, live games, I'm going to take it to her favourite team's live game. She gets out the car at the stadium and she's all like, oh, hell no, he hasn't taken me to a football game for my anniversary. <laughs> and he's like, I thought I put a lot of thought into that. Yeah. But because she's perceived to be someone that she's not, mm. the problem then becomes that he's fallen in love with somebody that she's not. Yes. And then she has to keep up the facade mm. to keep um, gaining acceptance and approval from the other half. And look, it happens in both, both ways. Yeah. We're just talking about women because we are women. Yeah. Uh, but men do it too. Um, and yeah, so what happens after a while when they... Either their friends point out that they're not the same person or they realise they're not the same person. Then they have, like, this big mental breakdown. And I'm not talking about my life at all. Um, (laughs) This big mental breakdown and blame the other person for not being them anymore. You've changed me. You've done this. You've done... No, no, no. No, honey. Sorry. Mm. And I know this is going to ruffle some feathers. It is not him at all. If you had actually... Or her. If you had actually turned up your true self then he could have had the opportunity to fall in love with the real you. Yeah. But because you don't think that that person's enough, Mm. you change and alter yourself to be loved and accepted by others. Yes. And this is like, I don't know how many people I coach, this is so freaking common. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's been in my life too. Um, A a thousand percent. Mm. It was my life. Um, I'd always lose myself. I'd always, you know put myself on the back burner I'd always change what I loved and just agreed to what they wanted to do and you know it was and then I would I'd be like oh, you've changed me how dare you <laughs> but it was because I was actually changing myself to be accepted um yeah and it just starts volatile 
ridiculously volatile relationships. It does. And the most, like I've been in a lot of those situations as well. Um, I've recently had a learning. Because we're only human. That's right. <laughs> but I've also recently had a learning as to why I've been like that. Oh, do share. I will. <laughs> yes, you will. Later. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to make you wait. Um, but we do, we do alter ourselves so we present our highlight reel when we first meet somebody oh could you imagine saying i go off about this these are my triggers right you'd be single for life you would be (laughs) or you'd find someone who goes you know what i know myself exactly the same way and that's cool i'm okay with that these are mine how do we work through it yeah that do you know it's a while i've had some of the best energy exchanges with people when i've been my rawest yeah me too i've been my real but the problem then became on their side yeah that they altered and changed themselves because they uh, the rawness and realness that i was showing was inspiring to them mm. they knew they needed to be around that energy but then they altered and changed themselves and, and lost themselves and then blamed me yeah and so you had it back, done uh, back yeah to done you. back to me yeah that's what i mean it's men and women yeah yeah um so when people say you need to love and appreciate yourself before you can genuinely love somebody else, it is a thousand percent true. I think it's also um, like just know your boundaries as well. Absolutely. So, but when you're trying to impress somebody, you drop those boundaries and your standards. You can, you yeah. can, unless you're so clear on what your boundaries are and you can go, okay, that's cool. Like when you're okay with yourself, Mm-hmm. It doesn't, and you have set boundaries, and and you've communicated them before the behaviour's taken place, and they take and they do that behaviour, and you've told them the consequence, and then you take the action. Yeah, it's there's literally no blame. Like, well, the they chose the behaviour yeah. that you have said that's a boundary for me, and they've chosen the behaviour, and then you've followed through with the consequence that was given. Yeah, and it sounds like we're talking about shitty. children. <laughs> well, but we're, I, I we're get talking it. About humans. I'm a serial like, as in, if I don't set clear boundaries, because if things don't come up, you don't think about them. Yeah. And then something happens, and I believe we've had this conversation before. I get on the phone, bestie, and I'm just like, dude, you have no idea what he's just done. She's like, you'd say to me, did you set boundaries around that? I'm like, no, it didn't even come up. So you're gonna walk away from this man? Yeah. Because you haven't vocalised what's a deal breaker for you. Yeah. I'm like, ouch. <laughs> you know, like, fucking just hand it straight to me, babe. I do. So then you've got to have the adult conversation and say, you know what? I don't care what you do in your life. Yeah. But my boundary is that you don't take me when you do that. Yeah, exactly. Or and I if don't you don't be, appreciate don't, that, yeah. you, you break that boundary and that is a deal breaker for me. I will fucking walk away. Yeah. I will turn around and walk away. Yeah. But... I only got to that clarity of what my boundaries are once I knew who I was. Yeah. And that journey, like, we always rush to get to that journey. I need to know who I am. I need this. I need that. The journey started, like, it started five years ago, but more so in the last three years. Mm. And it's still, I still discover things about myself today. Mm. And tomorrow I will too. And, you know, in the next six months, other things will come up and I'll learn more about myself. But and it's, more boundaries that you need to set. And more boundaries that I need to set. Yeah. But when you go, I don't know if this has happened for you, this shift now that you, you know, love and appreciate yourself. But well, now I when know. I... now well, I wouldn't say I fully love and appreciate myself right now. Oh, well, I do. But maybe that's just... Is that just cockiness? Like, <laughs> am I just like, hey, no. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think um, it is? No, I don't, because I'm just like, no, this is me. I'm not going to apologise for it. Cool. 
So maybe I'm still delivering it with guns blazing, like D to challenge it. No. (laughs) But what what I've realized is when I meet somebody and you can tell they're interested in you, I instantly know whether they're good for me or not. Mm. Through, a, through a conversation that evening, whatever, you know whether you're going to walk away or whether you're going to like dip the toes and see what it's like. Yeah. Uh, because I know what I want. Mm. And someone said to me the other day, but what if what you want never comes? And I'm like, ha-ha, you're actually going under the um, understanding that what you want isn't already in your life. Mm. You know, like, and that's and getting into a big rabbit a, hole and um, I won't go there. Also living in like a, what's the, I've lost the words, the two words, abundance and gratitude. No, no, no. no. What's the opposite to abundance? Oh my God, my head's just gone blank. What are you doing to me? Um, Scarcity. Scarcity. So that's living in a scarcity mindset as well to say that you're never going to get what you want. Yeah. Because you already have it in your life, but you've just got to recognize which form it's in. Yeah. But still... But if then you've you... got a fantasy as well. People people go, oh, my God, he is so hot. I want him. He's this. He's this. Well, yeah, hang on, love. What are the downfalls mm. to being with a really hot man? Mm. How long does he take to get ready? Because I don't know about other women. I take like 10 minutes to get ready. Mm. And I'm always the one playing games on my phone, on the couch, waiting for every other fucker to get ready. So know that that takes time. And, and role reversal. Yeah. If a man gets with a hot woman, you know that shit takes time. Yeah. And it's not bad that they want to take pride in that. But you have to decide whether you're going to waste hours of your time waiting for someone to get ready or if you need someone that's ready, let's go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or doesn't care what they look like when they go out. Or, yeah. you know, like you've got to get clear with what you want, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. And that's really hard too because... You can think about all the things that you do want, but then you're like, you question that. Like, so when you do, so you're not setting yourself up for a fantasy. What you do is you write down all the things that you want and then you write down the things, like the downsides to that, like Bronnie just explained. So say for me, for example, I want a highly driven man in my life. Okay. Yeah. And the downsides to that for me is that I probably won't get a lot of attention through that because unless they're highly driven towards intimate relationship and family, they won't be spending their time wholly and solely with you. Wholly and solely with me to support me and do, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, The other downsides to that are their their attention and their networking that's required will be outside of me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What else? Oh, there's heaps. There's heaps. Yeah. There's just heaps to that. So it's like, is that what I actually want in my life? Yes, because that inspires me to be me. Yeah. So that... But you only know that because you know you. Yes. And you discover right. more about you every day. And yeah. so it goes back to the original point of only when you know you... Yeah. Can you know somebody else? Yeah. Or only when you... I say, well, the saying is when you love you, you can love someone else. But when you know you, that's when you know you can be with someone else. That's when you know you can um, identify somebody else and know whether they're good for you. But a lot of us, like, set those fantasies about what a relationship's going to be. Mm. Like, huge fucking fantasies, <laughs> mate. I've had gigantic fucking fantasies. And by creating a fantasy, what do we ultimately get, Shane? The nightmare. <laughs> yep, I can attest to that because I spent 20 years building my fantasy up and ended up living a fucking nightmare yep. in my perception yep. at that time. I look back on it now and it's not that. Like I see it for what it is yeah. or was. 
is, was, I don't know. Is, <laughs> there, such thing as, is there such thing as time? Shall yeah. we talk about that? Well, I even changed my, and altered myself for my ex-husband. I've changed and altered myself for every single man I've been with. Yeah. And I, and I like, I visit that in my mind and I go, was it because I perceived he was better than me? Or was it because I care for my men? Like I, if I'm with somebody, I want them to be happy. I want them to live their love, Mm. but ultimately I sacrifice myself so that they can. So the tasks and skills that I've had to learn over, especially over the last 12 months to inspire them by living my life, by being inspiring. Mm. And as I've recently found out, it's also very intimidating (laughs) to a man to have a powerful woman next to him Mm. Um, or that society sees as a, yeah, yeah, it can be. Mm. Um, So there's good and bad with everything. There is. But we just perceive we're going to get good and it's all going to be, you know, fairy princesses and white picket fences and... You're right. (laughs) You will have those moments though, so don't be disheartened. There will be romantic moments and there will be the moments that you fantasised about, but don't expect it the whole time. Yeah, but you can only be present and have gratitude for those moments when you're present in life, right? And you can't be 100% present in life if you're not being your authentic self because the noise and traffic in your head trying to keep up the facades to society, your friends, who do you alter and change yourself to be around each person? Mm. That's fucking exhausting. Mm. So you can't tell me you have any present moments in that moment. You know what I mean? Like there could be something romantic happening right in front of you and, and you're just sitting there going, is that all he's got? Like, is that it? Yeah. Because in your head you're elsewhere. Or you're comparing it to the fantasy that you had. Or you're comparing it to the, yeah, the fantasy in your head. You're like, well, that's not how it played out in my head. So therefore you're wrong. And now I'm going to pick a fight with you because you fucked up. And then the man, holy shit, the poor man. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) The shit us women put them through is crazy. What does it all come back down to? Communication. Communication, 100%. Yeah, and connection and relationship that you have with yourself. Not only that, when you, if you perceive you get with somebody that is your fantasy and you sit there going, oh my God, I never thought I'd get this in my life. I never thought this. I never thought that. You actually, and this is a very common pattern, the other, the person that thinks that, like, I am so lucky to have this person, actually feels internally that they're not good enough for that person. So they need to leave. Yep, and, and, then and then the good person, yeah, they'll sabotage the relationship. And then the good person sitting there going, what did he fucking wrong? Yeah. You know, what, what went wrong? Yeah. I, I thought that was great. Yeah. I wasn't asking for anything more. Yeah. Like, how, how, what? Yeah. And it's purely to, and you know, I've done the same thing. I have left people because I'm like, I actually think I'm just going to drag you down. Mm. So I just walk away from their life. And, and then you say the famous line, it's not you, it's me. But who fucking believes that line these days? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's like, no, it's not you, it's me. And they just sort of roll their eyes at you. Yeah, but you don't want to express and be vulnerable to, to them what it is because I don't see myself as being good enough to be with you. Yeah, no, you can't say that. And then when are. you do, you just get well, shot down. Bronnie says shit out loud like that. <laughs> yeah, but how was that, how was that taken at the other end when you were, were actually vulnerable enough to say that? Um, oh, it was... They weren't ready to admit it, um, so it wasn't perceived very well. Mm. Um, but I'm like, your response and your reaction has got nothing to do with me. Mm. Like, I'm yeah, this is just a situation, and I think it took eight months for an inbox to go. Well, 
Looks like you were right. I'm like, really? Me? Right? Really? No. No. <laughs> in the situation where you weren't good enough for them? No, they weren't good enough for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I was in the situation. Oh, sorry. What was the question then? So the question is, when you've been yeah. vulnerable and said to somebody, I'm not good enough to be with you, mm. what's their response been to you? Well, the response, because they see greatness in me, right? Yeah. So their response to me um, is, we can work through this. We can, we can talk about this. We can get through it. We can do this. And I'm a, if I'm having the conversation, I'm emotionally already detached. Mm. Uh, we read a really great quote today that I won't remember um, about exactly that. Did we? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, Did I send it to you? Yeah, you sent it to me. Okay, cool. Yeah. I can't remember the quote, so there's no point in actually talking about it. But anyway. Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got another perspective on that, given my lesson. Yeah. My learning. Awesome. Mm. So, um, my most recent lesson was what my values are, right? I got really clear on my values. Yeah. My number one value is to support other people or service, like servicing others i don't know Servicing. Oh, no. <laughs> you saw my there's face. a bit of that there's a bit of that um <laughs> you but dirty animal no <laughs> in so what that means to me basically is that i will support the people that i love and care about yeah um to fill the what i call like gaps in their life so yeah. that they can be successful in whatever area of life they're driven in yeah. So what that causes me to do is not change who I am as a person, but um, alter things that I do in my life to help them see the voids that need to be filled and push them to fill those voids and drive towards it. So yeah. basically, I will change, like from the outside looking in and until I had this understanding only last night, Yeah. Um, I, I always thought <laughs> that... Um, I was changing myself to suit the person. Yeah. Always. And I'd beat myself up for it when in fact it's my highest value because after having a conversation with somebody and getting to know them a bit better, I will then morph into um, something that I see that's helpful for them. Yeah. So say, for example... That's just a I'm, fucking awesome skill, babe. It is. Yeah. But I don't... And I always thought that I lost myself in them. When actually, mm. that's exactly who I am. That, so is, that is the value epic. I bring and deliver to people. So, um, if I'm with someone who has like beauty or physical appearance or something like that, and is very vo- like communicates that clearly to me, yeah. then I will put more effort into that so that they can see that it's there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, which and also inspires them to go next level. Exactly. Yeah. So that's how I do it. Mm. So although it can, like if you're, if you're, oh, it's not, cha- I don't change and adapt myself. Not your core. To fix them. No. Um, that was my perception that that's what I would do and I would lose myself in the process. But what I actually do is support them to their next level of greatness exactly to their next level of greatness through um filling in the void in their life so if they're if they're i'm just going to throw a few scenarios out here so that because i just don't know if it's making sense yeah so the appearance one so i will increase my appearance if they like beauty yeah um i will become like the best housewife ever if they're out working yeah 
Um, I'll be the best breadwinner ever if they prefer to stay at home. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So it's like... Like a chameleon. So, yeah, You exactly. do what you've got to do so that the unity works as one. Exactly. What exactly. a fucking skill. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good, eh? Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. I'll push... In our friendship, I'll push you when you need to be pushed. All right. And I'll support you <laughs> when you need to be supported. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes the support comes through challenge. Yeah. But yeah, with I, the mum look. Yeah. I believe there's a name I call you, but I won't say it on here. Yeah, we're not that explicit on here. <laughs> we swear and stuff, but not that. Yeah, that's um, really cool. I yeah. like that. So that that's another way of, of, I suppose, changing yourself. Yeah. Um, or can, can be seen because it, it's, been, it's perceived like that everywhere. And even I perceived it like that up until yeah. last night when I realised that that's actually my value that's yeah. where I add value yeah is by supporting in the best way possible and that's why I go and do what I do and learn what I learn and figure my shit out that's is so, so that I can help people and see them for what they are yeah instead of me projecting my shit on them yeah wow because in going around trying to fix everybody else all I'm really trying to do is fix myself yeah 100% so if I figure out my shit then I can genuinely help people yeah so that's really cool i like that i suppose that comes back to fixing the relationship with yourself and understanding you right mm. the whole point of this podcast yeah the point is if you're not right you're fucking someone else by being with them and not literally say, fucking oh. them but you know what i mean like, but i think you're not only just you learn fucking lessons. someone else's like you're not only fucking with someone else you're fucking with yourself yeah. Because you're not living up to your potential. Yeah. You're not doing what you love. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the only person you have to live with for the rest of your life is, is you. you. <laughs> so why not take the time? Now's perfect, right? Because we're in lockdown. We can't fucking do anything. So why aren't you taking the time now yeah. to figure your shit out so that you can come out the other side of this bigger, better, stronger? Yeah. And more certain about yourself. Yeah. So when you say that... Um you know, you if if their highest value is this, you'll change to this, you'll do this, but that's because you serve. My brain goes, I need a driven man in my life, but not even, when I say driven, I don't mean like they've got to be, you know, some global expert or anything like that. Just they've got to know what lights them up and what they're passionate about, you know, what, the, what inspires them intrinsically mm-hmm. because if they constantly see that inspiring energy from me, it's natural for humans to compare Mm -hmm. and it can sort of like throw them off. So I need um, a man that's going to be so certain about himself that he just lives his life, I live my life and then we come together. Yep. You know what I mean? Like we just support and challenge. It's not like you just pass each other in the hallway and go, oh, good good work, yeah, good work. No, not like that at all, but... Just if I do have, you know, 24 hours of, you know, client profiles or online meetings or whatever, then you just need to be okay that I'm not going to cook dinner that night. That I'm not going to, like, you need to be independent enough and driven and inspired with what you love so that that doesn't bother you. Because you challenge that. <laughs> we all know how that ends. We all when, know how that ends. When our um, highest values are challenged. Yeah, that's right? exactly right. And it's not that I'm going to turn around and go, bitch fucking bring it on like you know i'm just gonna tell and go this is a boundary yeah this this is a boundary you don't get to stop my legacy Mm. that is so 
when you say you can alter, I'm like so set. And it might mean that there's only like five men on the whole entire planet that's even suitable for me. <laughs> but, but that's okay. You know, like, because I'm not willing to settle. I'd, I'd rather be alone than to settle for something that I'm not actually okay with. Mm. And that's been a huge lesson for me because I would just settle. I'd drop my boundaries. I'd drop my standards. I'd do everything. I'm pretty sure we've all been Just there. to be with someone. <laughs> and now I look back and just go, girl, what were you doing? You were doing what you knew at the time. Uh, yeah, well, that's right. I was doing what I knew at the time. Mm. <laughs> um, so another thing I wanted to touch on, which is actually quite funny, and it's also going to ruffle some feathers. Um, <laughs> pure example. People hate being lied to in relationships, right? Yeah. But this also goes back to values. You will always spend money in your value order, right? Yeah. Yeah. So my value order is learning and teaching and human behavior, appearance, and high-quality connections. (laughs) My ex-husband said to me the other day, yeah, but you've never lied to me. And I looked him dead in the eye and I went... Is that top new? No, it's been in my wardrobe for ages. Oh, how much did it cost? Totally $20 on sale. It was 70 and it was there two days ago. Tags are removed so that you don't fucking get up me for spending money in my values. Yeah. So if you're going to put restrictions about, around people's identities and values, about what they can spend, who they can see, all that type of shit, you will be lied to in your relationship. And that is nobody else's fault but your own. Yeah, but I think that's up to the other person to allow a space in order to be vulnerable and actually have that open communication. So if you're lying, it's because you feel like you can't tell the truth. Oh, look, I used to lie to my husband about it because it'd be a four-hour lecture about spending money on clothes. And I'm like, dude, I earn my own money. Fuck but up. that's because he didn't create the space for you to tell the truth. Yeah, that's true. So you true. felt like yeah. you had to hide who you were. Yeah. But then he can roll in the driveway with a you know $30,000 boat. And it's okay, but I can't have the $70 top. And that, I think, like, instead of approaching it, like, sarcastically, like, oh, well, what's in the driveway sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, I just literally go, no, it's on special, 20 bucks, I think. I don't know, I brought it ages ago. No, I would deliberately get home from shopping two hours, because I had to try it on, right? Two hours before he got home from work, and I never really knew where he was, ever. <laughs> and I... All tags, all bags, all receipts, everything in a black plastic bag in the bottom of the wheelie bin and the clothes were already hanging in my wardrobe like no one had ever been shopping Mm. because he put restrictions around what clothes I could buy. Yeah. Yeah. We also had a discussion about that the other day actually because I had five wardrobes of clothes Mm. and he had five wardrobes of shoes. Mm. Mm. And I'm like, oh, isn't it funny that shoes are something that's big to you so therefore you spent thousands of dollars on it mm. yet you had an opinion about the clothes that I brought you know yeah, what I mean that so you spent thousands of dollars on. absolutely I did like yeah. if it wasn't my sports wardrobe because you have to have separate wardrobes <laughs> if it wasn't my sports wardrobe it was my dining out wardrobe which stayed there nice and pristine because I never wore a dress yeah. <laughs> like, I had all these dresses and I'm like and, and you know what I'm just gonna sit here and look at you because I don't wear dresses yeah now I do it's changed a little bit yeah. but um, yeah, so because he put those restrictions on me, I basically said to him the other night, a hundred fucking percent I lied to you. Yeah. He was shattered. Yeah. And I'm like, well, don't restrict me. Yeah. Don't restrict someone. Don't put rules on someone about what they can spend, where they can go, what they can do, because you will be lied to. It's as simple as that. Hmm. Or set a boundary around it. 
Or set a boundary around it. Like yeah. I'm talking to the person who's doing the lying. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, well, it was only uh, when my ex-husband actually got clear with his own values and went to uh, Thrive Time, hmm. the one that we've all done, and he started to know himself. He also recognised through that event how much he actually held me back and put rules on me. And Did he change it? For about six weeks until he stopped doing the work. Yeah. See, that's another thing about mindset work. It is constant. Yeah. You've got to like... Someone sent me an inbox about um, a few podcasts ago. I said, I mastered me. When I say I mastered me, I mastered the level I'm at now. When I feel like I've mastered that, then I crack through the ceiling, the glass ceiling, to the next level of that, and then I need to master that. And I won't move on until I, I perceive I've mastered it. So when I say I've mastered it, it's not like I'm the bee's knees, I'm the master at everything. No, no, no. no. I'm the master at the knowledge I have now. What's next? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. mm, makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> there was a lot there. Yeah. Well, people just go, yeah, there's been a lot of conversations about people lying in relationships. And I'm like, well, don't, yeah. put, don't fucking put restrictions. Well, I think... And you know what? Like, during a conversation I had the other day, right? Yeah. About relationships is... So, one thing that people do is play victim a lot in relationships. Oh, that was me. Right? Like, oh, this is being done to me. This is being done to me. Um, and one of mine was, I always have to take responsibility. I'm the only responsible person in this relationship. I have to do everything. Yeah. But if you want things to change, then you do. Like, you have to lead that. You have yeah. to lead the change and you have to lead the thing. You have to lead the charge. So if you don't want to be lied to, then don't lie. Yeah. So you have to lead that. Even no matter what the other person's response is, you need to go, you know what, this is what I did. I know it doesn't fit into your, your system of values. Like, we can say that now, but, like, we wouldn't have been able to say that two years ago or three years ago. Well, we didn't understand it. No, we didn't. No. But it's... So how like, would you have seen it back then? What do you mean? So you... When I was lied to? Yeah. Complete deceit and, like... How dare you, you but asshole? To be... Yeah, absolutely. Like... Yeah. Even when I'd set, I'd set a very specific boundary and that was broken. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Instantly, my brain's like, oh, ding, ding, we yeah. know that moment. Yeah. And I followed through with the consequence. And mm. the consequence wasn't liked. No. But the boundary was set well and truly before. Many like, times. Yes, a yeah. lot of times. Yeah. And they didn't like the outcome. But I'm all for holding people responsible and accountable. Yeah. Especially when I've made it very clear. Yeah. About something I will and won't accept in my life. Yeah. And then they go ahead and, and do it. And I'm like, well, fuck off then. Because yeah. that's what you get. You were told. You chose to do it anyway. Deal yeah. with it. You know, Not some, my fucking problem. Sometimes I used to play victim in my relationship because I couldn't identify or decipher the chaos that was going on in my head knowing that I wasn't speaking up for myself. Mm-hmm. So I'd go and play victim just so I could stop that noise, just for that catch-up or just for that, you know what I mean? Like that was my coping mechanism because I didn't know how to change it. Yeah. I didn't know how to go from the victim to the victor, I guess yeah, you yeah. would say. Yeah, you know. And yeah, now like my brain's just literally downloading this whole process. Well, you do this, you do this, you do this, <laughs> you know, like it's, mm. it's something I know now, but fuck when I didn't know it, holy shit. Mm. And the time and energy it takes up in your mind, holy shit. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's, you know, I'm actually in quarantine with my ex-husband. I know, yes, for those of you who know me, I am fucking crazy. Um, And telling him that I was, because I haven't left the house for two weeks, and then telling him that I was coming here to do podcasts on Sunday, Easter Sunday, mind you, um, I found myself in front of him nearly asking permission to go. That was my marriage. I would ask permission for everything. And I went to go, hey, and then my brain stopped me and went, oh, you are not about to ask his permission. And I just went, I've got to record podcasts on the weekend with Shane. What day suits us best, Saturday or Sunday? Like with what plans we got with the kids? And he just goes, oh, I don't know, see when she's free. I said, okay, sweet. But I'm definitely leaving for one of those holidays because I've got to do this. It's a commitment. I love it. We love it. So it's non-negotiable. And when I walked away, I was like, yeah, you did. Mm. You know, like it's by just seeing that change because I wouldn't even go for a coffee Mm. without asking my husband. Sometimes you'd have to wait two or three days to have coffee with me because that's how long it would take for me to ask my husband for permission. Yeah. Yeah. So to stand there and just be like, oh, I'm doing this. Sweet. How long will it be? No idea. Could be home at midnight. Don't wait up. Yeah. No, I mean, we're living two separate lives in the house anyway because we're not yeah. together anymore. But, yeah, like, I've got my own keys. Just do you. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah, just a nice little reflection of – and a little win. Like, there's a little bit of a, yeah, you don't own me. Because <laughs> I felt like I was owned for such a long time. Yeah. So, yeah, it was really empowering for me to know how far I've come. Yeah, definitely. With, and that's, you know, boundaries, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm so, like that when I when I don't react yeah. to something Sometimes my ex husband does. Up your thoughts. That's my when I don't react. That's my little win. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh my god, if there's any person on this planet who knows how to push buttons, it's generally your ex. Right? Yeah. And yeah. when when those buttons are pushed and I don't react, that's my win. That's my empowered. Like yeah, cool, awesome. Don't you well love done, answering? An abusive text message with yeah, cool. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, okay, cool. So either that or I just read it and I'm like, ooh, someone's in a shissy today. <laughs> and I just don't respond to it. Yeah. But myself and my ex-husband, I just leave him in silence. Now, if there is no response from me, he knows to reread his message after he's had his little tizzy. Yeah. And then I'll get a, sorry, I was all out of sorts this morning. I st- still don't respond to it. Yeah, okay. Because there's no point. I didn't respond to the first one. Why respond to the second one? Are you communicating with me about the children? Or are we going to have this whole, oh, you were vulnerable, you downloaded on me. No, sorry. That's no longer your space in my, in my mind. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, if it's you're not coping because you're, you're being a dad and you feel like you're not coping, then by all means. Mm. We're in this as a teen, talk to me. But if it's about what you perceive I did to you through our marriage... Pop the fuck down, Charlie. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that is done and dusted. It is gone. Mm. Ship is halfway to China. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's out of here. It has sailed. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> That's what that quote said. It's like, I don't like you. I may still love you, but I definitely don't like you. Something along those lines. Oh, yeah, yeah. That so one. it was like leaving a relationship. It was, well, I'd emotionally left my marriage two years before I actually walked out the door. Mm. When he's like, oh, we can work on this, we can work on that. My brain's like, yeah, nah, not a thing. But that's how females roll. Yeah. 
or not just female, feminine energy. I've been with blokes that are very feminine and they come to me and go, yeah, it's over. And I'm like, dude, dude, what? Where did that come from? I'm like, oh, who's the masculine one in this relationship? Yeah. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I didn't even see it coming. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's definitely a feminine energy trait is that they will emotionally disconnect from any type of relationships, yeah. so friendships. Yeah. Work and sometimes you want to just look at them and be like, I know you're in your feminine. Stop being a little bitch. No. <laughs> Sarcastic side of me. Like, uh, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, females will, or feminine energy will definitely emotionally disconnect before they... And generally for a long time, I think that just mm-hmm. depends on... Actually, I think that if you're unaware or yeah. unaware of yourself... Mm that will be a longer period of time. Whereas now, for me, for example, I will emotionally disconnect pretty much within the first 10 minutes if I'm, if I'm not feeling it, but I can see like a friendship thing, yeah. I will emotionally disconnect and that's when the mate comes out. That's what I was saying about yeah. at the beginning of the podcast. I know within 10, 20 minutes of talking with someone whether they're my thing or not, Yeah. whether they're going to be friended or you know, or not even at all. Like, oh yeah, never seen you again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's you, and it's only due to me knowing me. Yeah. That that's possible. Yeah. 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 Cause you're like, but it sucks to, to know different. you as well. Like not know you, but know myself. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> you should have seen the face change there. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm like, damn it. You know that this is what you're going to do. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, I so there's good. That. It's because you've got to own your good and your bad. You can't just own one side. And no, sometimes no. owning the bad is a huge bitch ass slap to the face. You might as well walk it up to the mirror and do it to your damn self. Yeah. Because you're like, ouch. Yeah. Well, nobody wants to go. You know what? I'm a cunt. Oh, I just said the word. <laughs> oh my god! I don't think I've ever heard you say that. What? So fluently. Well, you it left your mouth, and your your hand was nearly <laughs> covering your mouth as it left, and you're like, damn it, there it is. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you just dropped the seed. I did. Drop if the anyone was going to do it, 100% everyone thought it was going to be me. <laughs> Surprise! Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, nobody wants to admit it. Nobody wants to admit that they manipulate people. Nobody wants to admit that they're angry. Nobody wants to admit that they've hurt people. Yeah. Um, nobody wants to admit that they've disempowered people. They don't want to see it. They don't want to know that. They don't yeah. want to know that they've undermined and, and my brain just said destroyed people. people. And, oh yeah, destroyed people. <laughs> the whole fucking what do thing. I say to you? Oh, there's below the belt, and then Bronnie just spins them around, takes out the Achilles tendons, and makes them crawl away. <laughs> like, yeah. like yeah. vicious. No, yeah. but not, not like that anymore. Wanna... But yeah. Anyway, through quality questions, (laughs) I don't do it. I don't deliver it as brutally as I used to. But if if you think you're going to sit there and and belittle me or take away my power, I will do exactly the same thing, just in a nicer form. Because I'll ask you a question, and then you just have to deal with the traumas and and fucking demons in your own head. And then I just smile. That's why they call me the smiling assassin. (laughs) Then I just smile and okay, bye, and I just toddle off. Yeah. So you do still do it. I do do it. It's just in a different form. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Thanks for that, Shane. That's all right. See, and that's how you own something that you don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> you just ask the question. Uh-huh. Exactly like Bronnie said. Mm. Um, but when are we do... getting cameras for this shit? Yeah. My face is so classic right now, though. No. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't even know where I was going with that now. Sorry. She completely broke oh. me. Oh, well. That's okay. Just talk. 
Just fucking okay. deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> so brutal. Well, I, I don't think I've got much more to touch on it. Okay. Um, without our listeners sending in the questions around it. It's probably going to be a lot because we've covered a lot today in this podcast and we've been yeah. quite at an intense level, I would yeah. say. I don't, think, I don't think we've um, sugarcoated it at all. <laughs> it's not how we roll. No. Today. But you know what? I guess... If you don't 100% know you, get in touch. Yeah. Have the conversation with us. Yeah. There are tools you can learn. And, mate, the, the gratitude and appreciation for us being able to see somebody learn themselves, oh, my God. Yeah. I fucking love that. Yeah, it's pretty intense. Like, I would drive. I mean, I used to drive all the way to Kilcoy just for apple pie. But I would drive all the way to Sydney just to see that response. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what? Happening now? Sweet. I'm in the car. Yeah. Give me nine hours later. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know how long it takes to get to Sydney, but anyway. A little bit longer than nine hours. Yeah, well, we'll just say New South Wales then, though. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think we put too much attention into... I know why I did. <gasps> I've got it. Oh, go. Go. Because it's a meme I've seen, too. We spend all the time in the world trying to find the right person instead of be the right person. Ooh, that's it. She literally took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. We do. We spend so much time trying to be the right person. Mind. for no. Well, no. We'll be the right person for people yeah. that we pedestal or that we think is a fantasy or we don't deserve we're or whatever. Infatuated with we're them. infatuated with Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> We've all been there. And I have, but that's why my brain's like, with us. yeah, right. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. Taught me a lot of lessons, but I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, when we really should just be putting energy into identifying who we are as people, yeah. what we love, what, what inspires us from like internally, mm. once you know that and you know who you are, your world changes. Mm-hmm. You no longer see the external world the way you did before you started. That's it's such an amazing gift to give yourself. So Maybe redirect the energy that you give to others, that you say yes to others because you're scared of the lash, you know, them lashing out at you because you say no to them. How about saying yes to yourself? Yeah, because we're also resentments build in relationships that way as well. Mm. You know, like, well, can you drive me into the city? Well, actually, now I've got to catch up with the girls, but I want you to drive me into the city. Okay, I'll cancel on the girls and I'll drive you into the city. Obama resent your ass after this. Mm-hmm. You don't realise you do. Yeah. But then after a few months or whatever of you saying then no to yourself uh, because they did have a big tantrum that you're like, oh, I don't want to see that twice. Mm. So you become scared of the outcome. Mm. Then after six months, you you just explode yeah. because you've subordinated to what they want. I'm glad it takes you six months. Oh, it doesn't take me six months. Oh, look, it took me <laughs> ten years of a marriage, Shane. <laughs> Um, but no, it does not take me six months now. Oh, hell no. If someone says, can you drive me into the city and I've already got plans, I'm like, you, you do know there's an Uber app, right? <laughs> Are you an adult? Press the booking button. <laughs> Link your bank details. Like, this bitch got plans. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and so it's instant. Yeah. Because I'm like, and, oh, but I do say it probably a way that confuses the fuck out of them. If I did that for you... Long term, I'd resent you because it's really not what I want to do. Yeah. 
So do you want this to last for a long time or, you know, you want me to blow up and just leave your ass in a couple of months? It's your choice. Yeah. And so it's probably delivered a little bit sarcastic. Potentially. <laughs> Potentially. Or like, you know, because I guess, I don't know, their tantrums are really bad. Like, <laughs> so I'm like, I need you to understand why. Like, you'll thank me down the, down the track. Yeah. When I'm like, you just do you, you will do me. Mm. Yeah, and I don't hate your ass because you've made me do shit I don't want to do. Mm. So, ladies, don't agree to football when you don't like football. <laughs> oh, I like football, but for a whole different reason than the men like football. <laughs> <laughs> I will go to a live game. I will watch football. Yeah, I will cheer when someone makes a goal. How many bums are in that scrum? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, different reasons, different form. There you go. It's all good. Yeah. So I think I think that's a wrap up. Yeah, we're done. Yeah, I hope we made some sort of sense. If we didn't, just ask questions. Yeah, just inbox us, ask questions. Yeah. Sure, we'll be able to answer them. Yeah, I can be contacted through Bromman Kogan on Facebook, through Bromman Kogan Coaching on Facebook, through our the Couch with B and C page. Yep. Um, Yours, Shane? Mine is, well, Shane Narad on Facebook. No one's going to be able to spell that, so good luck. Um, <laughs> perspective Coaching on Facebook and through The Couch with BNC on Facebook too. Yeah, and thank you to our loyal listeners that have already sent through questions. This is the reason I'm, we're covering this subject today yeah. uh, because we got the question more than once. Mm-hmm. Um, how did I lose me in a relationship? I'm like, oh, I can ruffle some feathers with this one. Like, <laughs> Let me at it. <laughs> I'm not sure you're going to want to hear the answer, babe, but I'll cover it for sure. Like, um, so, yeah, you guys add value to, um, to our podcast. So thank you for being loyal listeners and sending us through questions. Keep up the good work and we will keep delivering. <laughs> All right. See ya. Bye. Bye.